Hello, Kristen here with a new thing. Okay, so the bad news. We can't all move to Canada if Trump wins. The good news is that we can face whatever is coming together. And the antidote is for facing it together. It's for monthly gathering where we practice building resilience in the body long before November 5th. So you're going to practice returning to your body, your breath, and your being when the stakes are really low, when we're just in a Zoom room together, so that you build those muscles and they're easier to access when you really need them. And in case of a Trump win, you will really need them. And in case of a non-Trump win, you'll have them forever and it will be great regardless. <laughs> you can find all the details at jointheantidote.com, J-O-I-N-T-H-E-A-N-T-I-D-O-T-E.com. Promo code TRUST takes $33 off before March 12th because trust. Again, that's jointheantidote.com. Enjoy the episode and I'll see you on the other side. Good morning or afternoon or evening, kids and kittens. This is episode 10 of That's What She Said. I am Kristen Kelp, the somewhat fearless leader behind BrandCampBlog.com and your host for the next 10 to 15 minutes. This is going to be a fairly short one. It's called The Thing Behind the Thing. So often when people contact me, they want help with uh, marketing or with getting more business or making more money or selling more shit. And really... There are other things at play before we can talk about those things, but no one talks about those things, so I would like to talk about those things. I want to talk about the thing behind the thing. So uh, a couple of years ago now, uh, I was on a plane and I was reading the Oprah magazine, Do Not Judge, Do Not Judge, okay? And I was uh, just flipping through articles and she has like that spiritual section that's all like... Elizabeth Gilbert and the Dalai Lama and all the different spiritual leaders and they talk in the magazine and uh, there was this guy named Rob Bell and he said something about um, I have to do the work because that's where the joy is and my eyes just started leaking like I don't know who this guy is I don't know what he believes I don't know any of it all I know is that when I read articles about him and it kept happening my eyes would leak and I mean literally there's no thought in my head I'm not crying just my eyes would leak enough that I was like what is going on and I started to pay attention so I went to a workshop with him and I found that he is an incredibly wise person and uh, he's technically a pastor, but if he doesn't talk about the Bible for 40 to 50 minutes at a time, which he often does, uh, he just go, he just sounds like a really awesome life coach. <laughs> and so he's a really smart guy. And so I'm at this workshop and he says, your first job is to receive. And I was like, oh. Well, that sounds terrible. It's not, my first job isn't to like achieve or perform or attain, or it's not to contribute or make or work or create or tweak or publish. And it's not to like make sure that my I's are dotted or my T's are crossed. My first job is to receive. Like, really, dude? Because it's so much easier if my first job is to do any of the things that are easily measurable by scientific standards, especially because science can't really uh, measure receiving, right? Receiving is really difficult and challenging for me, and I will bet that it is for you as well, because overachievers don't like to receive. We like to do and give and create, and it's all output. So yes, there's been an episode about input and output, but this is about the thing behind the thing. If you aren't willing to receive or you're not very good at it, 
it causes other things to come up in your life and in your business, which we'll get to at the end. So I'm going to give you five things that you probably have trouble receiving, and it's going to go in the order of how hard they are to receive. So I used to think that I was getting better at this, right? Like I'm aware of how hard it is for me to receive. So I consciously, when people are giving me compliments or love or help or gifts or money, I'm very conscious of open and receiving and not just pushing back or deflecting. And then as the universe does, a challenge showed up. So all of a sudden I meet this friend who enjoys five-star hotels and who wants to share them with me. Um, you mean you want me to like sleep on a cloud and order room service and just enjoy being taken care of and pampered and showered before heading into the city to enjoy a meal and then head to the speakeasy where they serve tiny, fabulous and expensive drinks? Like, can you hear me and my voice just sort of turning in and writhing in agony? Because there are voices in my head that are going off like, whoa, this is not okay. So I grew up poor, and this is wasteful, is the first one. Uh, all my friends and relatives at home would be jealous, and they would hop on the opportunity to do the same thing if they could afford it. But whatever, I just need to beat myself up about how this is wasteful. Or uh, we can't do this more than once a year. Like, ah, we just can't. It's too special. It's too much. I'm crawling out of my skin. I practically have hives. And so, of course, we do it every month. Right. Uh, we can't possibly afford this. Like, actually, it's not as much as you might think. Like, ah, okay, okay, fine, okay, fine. But, like, the starving children in Africa, the AIDS epidemic, the latest earthquake victims, the, like, fill-in-the-blank horror that you have just seen on the news, I don't deserve this, which is what your brain is really, uh, the thing behind the thing is, I don't deserve this. I don't deserve this. Have you ever felt that way? Like, there's this thing that you're getting and you don't deserve it. Whether it's the first time you hold your child in your arms or the first time that you meet the person that you're destined to marry or the first time that you accept a thousand dollar check for doing work that you thought you would never get paid for or the first time that you accept a compliment from someone you really really admire the first thing your brain is going to say is not good job it's going to be i don't deserve this the thing is and here's where brene brown's work comes in because you know i love me some brene so go and read everything by brene brown if you haven't already there is no misery hierarchy. When you feel miserable, you're allowed to feel miserable. You don't have to rank her cancer against his divorce, against your business woes. It's all misery. And the same goes for happiness. You don't have to weigh the state of the world's happiness or the happiness in Bhutan against somebody getting married against how much you love a good bubble bath. When you're given the chance to be happy, your first job is to receive it. Hold it close. Just like everything else, it's going to pass, and it's horrific to let it go by in a wave of guilt and of feelings of unworthiness, because that means you missed it entirely. You wasted it, and there's nothing worse than wasting a miracle or a treasure or something that you really do deserve that is wonderful and lovely. We can't go around feeling guilty that we live in the first world because then we're wasting the first world, right? And the people in developing nations would kill to have what we have. So our first job is to receive. Our first job is to appreciate that we have what we have. And then we can go about the hard work of doing the changing and the growing and the putting out there and the percentage of profits that go to an organization. But first, receive. So the five things that are really difficult to receive. If this rings a bell, email me, brandcamponline at gmail.com. I want to hear from you, and I want to hear what else you would like to hear me say about this topic, because it's really interesting to me. So first, compliments. 
um, during uh, the series shift workshops, which I think will be coming back quite soon, uh, I make everyone do a thing called hardest thing ever. And it is, the timer is set for three minutes, you stand in front of the room, and I make you do what I believe to be the hardest thing in the world for you at that moment. So for someone, it might be listing things that make them angry. And for someone else, it might be uh, asking uh, for specific help with something that they would normally hold close to their heart and not ask for help for. The hardest thing that I consistently ask people to do is to receive compliments. So you stand there, everyone in the room comes up to you in a line one by one and says something that is true about you, that is lovely about you, and you don't get to do anything. You don't get to deflect. You don't get to say thank you. You don't get to deny it. You don't get to push it off or push it back or be like, oh, you too. You have to just receive it. It's an exercise in receiving, not in compliments. So if you want to see a grown woman cry really quickly, just stand in front of a room and then have someone come up and give a genuine compliment. You're kind. You have a huge heart. The work you do matters. I have never been more proud of you. It's actually really difficult to receive because we're taught to deflect or say thank you or move the attention away. Compliments are the first place that you can practice receiving. People don't give compliments that they don't mean. Even if it's just, I love your shoes. Thank you. You don't have to tell me where you got them or if they were on sale for $4 at Target. You can just say thank you or you can smile and say nothing at all. Compliments are level one. Level two is love itself, especially in the form of when someone says, I love you, you can be really quick to say, I love you too, or I love you more, instead of just taking that hair's breadth of a window to ease into that feeling of being loved, because it's nice and it's warm and you might not want to believe it, but if you know it's true, just let it sink in for a minute. Blink, take a breath, take another breath, and then say whatever it is back. We're getting harder now. That's what she said in number three, help. Okay, so recently at Empaths Inc. read a workshop and we spent a good 10 to 15 minutes breaking down all the ways that one of the attendees could ask for help because it's so hard for her and it took her that long to come up with 20 ways to ask for help. So she could ask her husband to help with the kids' homework while she's making dinner. She could ask neighbors to make dinner when she's really busy and pay them for it. She could ask other attendees for a piece of gum because her breath was feeling gross. She could ask her kids for help doing their chores on time. She could ask a sitter to help one more night a week. Slowly, surely, painfully, ask for help, ask for help, ask for help, ask for help. Especially if you were the first person to volunteer help, which is often the case for the people that have the most trouble asking. You're in the case, you are the heroine or the hero who gives the help and gives the help and gives the help. And the truth is that's not a cycle. That's just you giving. And there has to be a part where you receive to complete the cycle. Because when people help you, often they get just as much out of it as you do. So when you don't let people help you, we're robbing them of the benefit of saying, hey, I love you and I can help you in this situation. Because it would do me a great honor to be able to help you. If you're interested in Empaths Inc. at all, meaning you're a person who feels all the feels and often you feel other people's feelings as your own, the next date for Empaths Inc. has been announced in October. That is at brandcampblog.com slash empaths, E-M-P-A-T-H-S dash I-N-C, Inc. Uh, and yeah, so compliments, love, help, it's getting harder. Gifts, oh, okay. 
This feeds into our feelings of deserving or not deserving. Remember, I don't deserve this. I don't deserve this. You know that feeling well. Uh, things like, it's too much. You shouldn't have. I can't accept this. Those are really common responses to the truly generous and heartfelt gifts we receive. The thing is, receiving the gift graciously is the only way to properly thank the person giving it. You can think it's too much. You can think you shouldn't have. You can think you can't accept it, and then you accept it anyway. When you deflect, deny, or refuse a gift of any, time, of any kind, you're hurting the giver of the gift more than you're denying yourself. As a person whose love language is giving gifts, it is painful to me if someone returns a gift, pain, like physically painful, because it is my expression of love to them. Do you really want to teach your loved ones and friends and kids that they should stop trying to give you stuff because you're incapable of receiving it? I don't think so. I think that you want to learn to receive gifts because the opposite, when you give the gifts, you would like them to be received as well. So compliments, love, help, gifts. And what does this have to do with business, Kristen? What in the fuck are we talking about this for? Because dollars. Oh, that's brutal. Yeah, there's a little clog in your throat there. You're like, ooh, shit. Okay, so receiving dollars. The things that your brain is going to kick up, I need blank before I can be paid for this. I'm charging too much. She's charging less, so I should lower my prices. He's charging less, so I should reconfigure my prices. It's your job as a business owner to receive dollars for your work. It's been happening since the beginning of time, and it's not going to stop because you're currently having an existential crisis about your hourly rate. Further, the activities you find it the hardest to accept money for are the ones the world will find most valuable in time. The thing you would do for free all day, every day, I guarantee that is valuable to someone somewhere. And the thing that you find it really easy to charge for because you're good at it and you can crank out the work like a champ is probably not as valuable. When you get to doing your vital work in the world, it almost always invokes feelings of guilt and quote unquote getting away with it. Like, <laughs> people pay me for this. <laughs> this is so easy. Those are the feelings that are the hardest to overcome when it comes to business and receiving. Consider that not everyone has your talents and that the things you find easiest are actually quite difficult for other people, whatever they are. Whether it's doing yoga or encouraging people or writing love letters or, I don't know, having sex. Like, go to kimanami.com. She's fantastic. I'm sure it took her quite a while to figure out that she could be paid to be a sex coach and it would be amazing, right? We all have our things that we want to deflect and say that's not important or that's not valuable or I don't deserve this. And it's your work, the thing behind the thing, before we can talk about marketing techniques and strategies and connecting and web copy and all that stuff, it's your work to receive from your business and from your work in the world. If you would like my help in accepting the dollars as part of our work together and you are also in need of some help infusing your personality into your brand and your business and if maybe setting some boundaries so that your clients don't walk all over you then you should check out brandcampblog.com slash introverts at work it is the final call people so get on this it is time to start it's time to start working with me uh typically an hour-long call with me costs 5.99 this program costs just a little more 
and you get an hour with me with all sorts of amazing goodness and wondrous treasures. So, braincampblog.com slash introverts at work. Regardless of whether you're interested in that or not, practice receiving this week. Practice receiving compliments, love, help, gifts, and dollars. And then let me know how it goes. I'm at braincamponline at gmail.com. Yes, my web guy still hates my email address. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or you would love to say, hey, dude, do a podcast about this next week, um, you have to talk to me. You have to tell me that. I am not a psychic. Okay? If uh, you haven't joined the Fuck Yeah Club, uh, you want to head to braincamplog.com slash join dash F yeah, or just scroll to the bottom of the page of braincamplog.com, pop your email address in there. Uh, for our free monthly class, which is amazing and wonderful. And I will also send you a copy of Go Your Own Way. And I have really good news about that uh, next week. So talk to me, brandcamponline at gmail.com. Join the FYI Club. Scroll to the bottom of brandcamplog.com. And for the love of Pete, get your ass in Introverts at Work, which is brandcamplog.com slash introverts at work. And remember your first job, however hard it is, and despite how much it makes you want to punch me in the face, your first job is to receive. Thank you so much, and I will talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening. If you do not want to do this election season alone with your phone, I encourage you to check out jointheantidote.com. It's new, it's fantastic, and promo code TRUST takes $33 off until March 12th, so get on it. Again, jointheantidote.com, J-O-I-N-T-H-E-A-N-T-I-D-O-T-E.com, join the antidote.